Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. This week's episode in English is really powerful. I'm going to share something that has impacted my life in a very profound way. I'm going to teach you the three things you need to shift in your life to experience more fulfillment and more joy. And hey, I know this is a big promise, but stick with me because if you want to increase the quality of your life, and like I said, increase the amount of happiness and fulfillment you feel from day to day, this episode is for you, mamacita. Today I'm talking about emotional mastery, how to control and redirect your emotions. And this is super important because I don't think that we can argue that positive emotions produce a good quality of life, just like negative emotions produce a bad quality of life. So what does this mean for us? It means that if we spend a lot of time feeling things like anger, anxiety, depression, and sadness, for example, our lives won't feel very fulfilling, right? And our actions won't be ideal because they will be influenced by those negative emotions. On the flip side, if we spend a lot of time feeling joy, gratitude, excitement, and enthusiasm, chances are we will feel that we have a great quality of life. So being intentional with the emotions we gravitate towards on a consistent and daily basis is crucial. Seems simple enough, right? Except most of us go around thinking that our emotions control us rather than the other way around. Most people, think about it, think that their emotions are a result of something rather than a choice. So what if I told you that there's a way to control the emotions in your life? change your anger into joy, or sadness into gratitude? Well, there is, and that's what I'm going to share. Now, all the information I share in this episode is inspired by an event that I recently attended for the second time. It's called Unleash the Power Within, and it's hosted by Tony Robbins. If you have the opportunity to attend any Tony Robbins seminar or event, I highly recommend it. If you go with an open heart, I promise you'll leave feeling refreshed, inspired, and motivated to become the best version of yourself and to also positively impact those around you. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll dance, you'll jump, you'll probably lose your voice, and heck, you'll even do a fire walk in the process. So much fun. I can't even put it into words. And totally worth, seriously, every single penny. Now, I could literally do a dozen podcasts on the information I learned there, and I can say that I would go back in the future in a heartbeat because it's information that you want reinforced 
reinforced and knowledge that you want to be reminded of constantly. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Tony Robbins, he is like the number one success coach in the world. And he's coached some of the most powerful people in the world, including Oprah Winfrey, Serena Williams, Nelson Mandela, Princess Diana, like many, many, many people. Um, To give you an idea, when I went to my first Unleash the Power Within in Los Angeles two years ago, one of the Kardashians was even attending the 10,000-person weekend seminar. Um, Tony's best-selling books, seminars, and speeches have inspired millions of people, and his life story is fascinating because although he was born into a very humble Uh, into very humble circumstances, and he endured physical and emotional abuse, he grew to be one of the most admired self-made billionaires of our times. I don't know anyone in the self-help world who doesn't love him or who hasn't been influenced, at least by him, in one way or another. Anyways, during the four-day workshop, one of the most important concepts that Tony teaches is that if you master your emotions, you can master your life. In his words, our emotions have the ability to control everything in our lives, our moods, our decisions, and our actions. So in essence, the quality of emotions we experience on a daily basis control the quality of our lives. So if we want to make positive changes in our lives, we need to learn emotional mastery and consistently put ourselves into a positive state, or as Tony calls it, a peak state. Now, you may be asking or saying to yourself, oh, wait a minute, I can't control how I feel. It's the result of what happens in my life. If I have a good day, well, I experience positive feelings. But if I have a miserable day, well, then my feelings can't be all that positive. Well, sure, it's easier to feel good when good things happen. But you can also intentionally put yourself into a positive state even amid not-so-ideal circumstances. And learning to do this will drastically change your quality of life because it puts you in control and not at the mercy of your emotions. So how do we start being the captain of our emotions? Well, first, you must adopt a new way of thinking. You'll have to understand that happiness is a choice. So is depression, anger, etc., Now, let me be clear. Emotional mastery doesn't mean you'll never feel sad, angry, upset, etc. ever again. But it does mean you'll linger less in those states in the future. And you'll learn how to shift three things so that you can influence your feelings in a very powerful and positive way. So if you happen to get really upset and angry next time, maybe you'll get yourself out of the funk much sooner and shift into a positive mindset sooner. So are you down to less anger and more gratitude, less sadness, and more enthusiasm? Awesome. Okay, let's get to the core. So Tony teaches that the source of all emotion is a constellation of these three following forces. If you control these three forces, you'll be able to control your emotions and enhance the quality of your life. Ready for the first force? Okay. The first force that controls your emotions is your physiology. Now, your physiology is how you use your physical body. This includes your upper breath, your posture, your movement. Now, we may not be conscious of it, but the way we stand, how we walk, how we use our hands, all play a role in how we feel. So when we feel insecure, we hold ourselves in a particular way, all of us. It's not particular to one human being. It's universal. In contrast, when we feel confident, we hold ourselves in another way. 
So let's do a little experiment. And you can do this even if you're listening to me in your car. Quickly take the position, either sitting or standing, of someone who feels insecure. So sit or stand the way you do when you're afraid of something or when you're feeling really intimidated. How do you hold your shoulders? How do you hold your head? Feel it. Allow yourself to go in there and stand or sit as if you were feeling really insecure. Okay, now let's shift and take the position, sitting or standing now, of someone who feels really confident. How do you sit or stand when you feel like you can conquer the world? How is your posture now? How did it change? Did it change? Do you hold your shoulders up and back or slumped and down? What happens to your head when you feel really confident about something? Now, if you did the exercise with me, like if you really committed to my exercise, then congratulations, you just became an actor. No joke. This is actually a very classic acting exercise. So when I first heard this from Tony Robbins, that our physiology changes our emotions, I was almost like, duh. In fact, one of the quickest ways an actor can enter any state, whether it's joy or pain, is by immediately shifting their physiology. Because as actors, we study and we observe how people move, their postures, the way they walk, their body language, and all of those things affect the way we feel. Um, But I never considered how if I consciously shifted my own physiology in my own life, I could go from a pretty crappy mood to a joyful and uplifting mood. Bang! Just like that. So if you're listening to this and you feel skeptical, then let me ask you this. Have you ever watched a foreign film and even though you didn't understand a thing that they were saying, you could tell what they were feeling? Well, that's because we all universally use our bodies in the same way to express certain feelings. There is a universal expression for pain, just like there's a universal expression for joy. So knowing that this is so, how do we shift our physiology so that we might start shifting our insecurity into confidence? Because you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, easier said than done. Well, there are several ways. What we want to do is to consciously break the pattern of what we're doing with our physical body when we're experiencing a negative emotion. So exercising is one of the best ways to do this, to break the pattern of what we're doing with our physical body. Because when we exercise, we have to move our bodies in different ways. Have you ever heard of the expression, sweat it off? And have you ever experienced not being in a good mood and then hitting the gym or going for a long walk and feeling loads better afterwards? Yeah, this is because you're making a change in your physiology. Now, I don't know about you, but personally, I can't think of a time when I've exercised and I didn't feel better after doing so. It's almost like it gives me a whole new perspective. It's like a happy pill. Also, I have noticed that no matter how crappy my day has been. I always, always, and not sometimes, always feel better after taking my ballroom dance classes. And after hearing Tony's talk at UPW, Unleash the Power Within, this second time around, I made the connection. It makes total sense because in dance, we have to get into a confidence type of posture. We have to lift our chest and assume a confidence stance. And it's impossible for this not to affect me. In fact, I've noticed that after my classes, the world seems a little brighter and I feel more hopeful and confident. 
Now, I have another interesting story regarding the importance of physiology and like the things it can do. About a month or two ago, my uh, sister-in-law was visiting from Canada and I noticed a slight change in her. It was subtle, but something was different about her. And then she told me about how her life had changed for the better with a new activity that she was taking. Now, if I described my sister-in-law, you would never guess what this activity was because she's very tall and she's slim and she used to be a model and a ballet dancer and she has a very delicate and elegant look to her. Well, she had taken up boxing and she was so excited. She was training with real boxing trainers and she was describing how different she felt when she went boxing, how it made her feel strong and confident and how she sweat out all the stress. It was so cool. Like she even showed me videos of her punching, fierce, a great example of how a change in physiology can shift your emotions in your life. So the next time you're feeling anger, or sadness, or anything negative, I invite you to take a walk, hit the treadmill or the gym, take a dance class, or just put some music on and dance. I guarantee you'll feel better. But Tony says you don't have to do something drastic for this to work. You can actually try something as simple as changing your posture. You have to change it with intention. Lift your head high, get up, walk around for five minutes, or simply force yourself to smile. And I know this sounds silly, but it's impossible to smile. And I don't mean a fake smile. I mean a real smile and feel depressed at the same time. There's even been studies on smiling to combat depression, but don't take my word for it. Look it up. So confession, although the concept that Tony introduced was totally intuitive for me, the fact that shifting your physiology can shift your emotions. The first time I heard him do this talk, it was hard for me to still accept that my negative emotions could be intentionally manipulated. It's like I understood how to manipulate my emotions when playing a character on stage, but I resisted against the possibility that I could do the same in my daily life, like when I needed my emotions to shift from negative to positive. You know, How sometimes you need to hear something over and over to grasp them? Well, I needed to hear this concept over and over in order to finally understand how I could actually use my acting skills to improve my own quality of life. And when I finally understood it, or at least began to open myself up to the possibility that this could be a reality, that I could intentionally shift my negative emotions into positive ones, just like that, I realized that perhaps I was addicted to my negative emotions sometimes. Sounds crazy, right? But you know, I think it might be the case for a lot of us. Now hear me out. We may be addicted to our dramas or to some of our negative emotions because you know what? Those emotions, those negative emotions give us an easy way out. They are an excuse for us not to have to step up and they allow us to stay in victim mode one way or another. Let's face it, it's easier to stay upset rather than to change our habits or our old patterns or our old behaviors, even when these things are not serving us. It's easier to stay upset rather than to hold ourselves accountable, accountable for our mistakes and accountable for our actions. So we resist stepping into our power of being able to transform into the person that we're capable of being. So... Now I ask you, what negative emotions do you gravitate to? Are you addicted to any of your negative emotions? 
Do you hold on to them for dear life? How does your body feel when you enter those emotions? What action could you choose to take next time you feel this way to break up that pattern and produce a positive change in your physiology? Like what could you do with your body to help shift this emotion? Now, in talking about all of this, I'm reminded of something. One time in acting class, ha, I sound like that girl from the American Pie movie, you know, one time in band camp, remember? <laughs> Anyways, one time in acting class, uh, we were doing an acting exercise on anger. This is like a long time ago, one of my first acting classes ever. And I will never forget one of the male students, I mean, this really tall guy, literally grabbed a chair and threw it across the room, scaring, of course, the living daylights out of everyone in the class. So the acting teacher had to stop the exercise midway and She gave us all a speech, well, it was a lecture really, on how as actors we needed to be able to shut off an emotion on demand, just like that, as if we had a light switch that we could turn on and off. And I will never forget this. I remember her telling us that if we didn't learn to release or to let go of the negative emotions just like that at the snap of our fingers after our performances, those emotions could be harmful for us. She reminded us that we were going to to portray characters whose negative emotions could become all-consuming. And so we needed to learn how to switch those emotions off as soon as we stepped off stage. She said that if we didn't learn how to do that, we shouldn't become actors. And not only that, but she told us that even when we were portraying those negative emotions on stage or on set, we had to make sure we didn't let those emotions rule us entirely because otherwise we could actually hurt our fellow actors on set. And now when I think about it, that wasn't just a lesson on acting. It was also the best life lesson ever because we need to be able to turn off that anger, that despair, that grief, that doubt, that jealousy, that fear, poof, just like that. Detach ourselves from these emotions, almost like watching ourselves from above when they creep in so that we can release them and allow something positive to take their place. It's interesting because... I'm taking a meditation class right now, and one of the things they say meditation allows is for you to observe things without judgment so that you can release them. And how does meditation change our physiology, at least for beginner meditators like me? Well, by shifting our pattern of breath. Aha! Okay, so I'm going to end this episode on that thought. Now you know the first force that controls your emotions, and that force is your physiology or the way that you use your physical body. And since I went on and on and on and on talking about physiology, I want you to take it all in before I move on to the next step. So in the next episode, I'm going to share the next force, because like I mentioned in the beginning, there are three of them that control your emotions, and each one of them is very powerful. So physiology is just one of them, but I wanted to take the opportunity uh, of breaking this one down in detail. Now, I'd love to get your thoughts on the topic. Make sure to share with me your insights and takeaways. Can you recognize how the way you use your body shifts your emotions? What do you do physically to make yourself feel better? Let's talk about sex, baby. (laughs) Oh my God, that literally popped into my head. Um, Anyways, definitely produces a change in physiology. Uh, Another example, but seriously, go on the show notes for this episode, mamasconganas.com forward slash 
physiology and write me a comment and make sure to stay tuned for the continuation of this topic so that you can learn emotional mastery. If you liked it, or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.